You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. All right. I am here with the brains. Is that the appropriate term? It's whatever you want it to be, my friend. Behind Liberty Memes, uh, Admin 1, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Admin 2? Muito bem. Obrigado. Now, I'm a little annoyed because the head of the ACLU, I wouldn't say annoyed, but I think it's a sign of the times. What did you say? I said, that ho, hoes ain't loyal. Okay. (laughs) So the head of the ACLU was speaking right before you guys. And then at the end of her talk, three times her audience shuffled in. And I was like, what is next? And I looked and it was memes. So you guys had three times the audience of ACLU. I don't know if I should be concerned or annoyed by that. How do you, how do you, uh, what do you think? Well, we are in Washington, D.C., and there are a lot of black vehicles with tinted windows uh, driving around, and at any moment we could uh, definitely get shuffled off to a black site. Uh, We have one saving grace. We used to have an uncle in the CIA. He's still our uncle. He's still alive, but he's not in the CIA anymore. So uh, I'm concerned. If you're concerned, I'm concerned, too, because we might might get disappeared. He's not concerned about our potential fate. He's, He's concerned about the idea that memes are more popular than the ACLU. Well, those guys were encouraging people to vote that's what she said she said uh, can you commit to promoting uh, voting amongst all your friends and that was interesting it didn't get a lot of positive uh, response from the you crowd. just you just assumed our interviewers agenda did I just assume your agenda I I really don't have an agenda that's why I'm not as popular as Liberty memes <laughs> <laughs> I should have more of an, an agenda what agenda we're a schizophrenic meme page we post so much stuff that has no combination one thing with the next it's absolutely ridiculous there's 20,000 memes in only what five years he lies we have an agenda what we want to do is promote open conversation no, we want we want to. I mean, we want to promote the ideas of liberty. We we became libertarians long before we made that page. Uh, I spent a lot of time reading on uh, you know LouRockwell.com and uh, Tom Woods and uh, listening to Ron Paul speeches. We were involved in the Ron Paul campaigns, and so what what we want to do is spread those ideas and also be funny. And it turns out that being funny is one of the best ways to spread the idea, especially to people who don't want to like read books. <laughs> Or people who don't want to be involved in politics itself, of influencing policy, of knowing politicians, of being part of a committee, of going door to door, or of voting at all. Right, just correcting people's mindset. I mean, what's really important, uh, we, we don't, I don't foresee in my lifetime... Uh, a government that's going to respect individual liberties, you know, and I think that putting putting off our goals as human beings until the government respects us is like, well, pretty much giving up. And so to me, what we promote is anarchy in your head. There was like a, a, a website called anarchyinyourmind.com or anarchyinyourhead.com. I, I liked that whole idea of, you know, I'm opting out of the state and I'm spreading the idea that whatever the government says in your head, you, you just don't buy it. Just right. Don't be part of it, you know. And and just to wake people up from the idolatry of statism, that's, that's a goal in itself that I think we do a lot. Yeah, I, I think it's one of, if we had a mission sta- statement, a real one, because I think we have one, but it sucks. Um, it's taxation. It's, it's written. Suck. No, but um, 
I think one of one of our goals for sure is to get people to completely make a mockery of the state and everything that the state does and everything that the state claims to be able to do and, and claims to be. And I think it's very important because when people stop worshiping the state or people stop relying on the state or people just immediately when they first think of the state, they think of ridiculousness, they're going to stop putting their trust in government and they're going to stop giving up their rights. Right. Yeah, well, we found it. We are libertarians because we're big meme fans, uh, and thank you. Th- yeah, I you, thank you. He just took credit for memes. Thank you very much. Well, you know, it's what we do. I mean, uh, copy, copying is it, not theft, though. Think. Copying is not theft. So if, if we make another one of something, then there's two of it. Yeah, you you got in trouble with uh, We Are Libertarians contributor Aaron Ewart for stealing one of his memes. Stealing. Yeah, he he took us to court and. Um, <laughs> Then why are you laughing? This is like serious stuff, okay? Aaron has a very nice hair part, and I respect that. And um, no, the thing is that actually there's a lot of gracious donors of meme <laughs> material. There really are. We ask every day for donations, and we get generous response. Um, and that is that's how the page grows. And I don't mean in terms of numbers. I mean in terms of the spread of influence. We can't think of everything. We do post OC every. Excuse me. That's meme talk for original content. We post every day. We post OC, you know, multiple times a day. But I get a feeling after 15 minutes of silence from Liberty memes, hey, people are waiting to hear from us. So we end up posting tons of stuff every day. You know, and we I can't to, do all that ourselves. I, I actually have people. to address this situation with Aaron. Okay, we do a few things on our page. If we know who created a meme, we give them credit in the tagline when we post it. If we don't know who created the meme, we usually just post it. But if the quality of the image sucks and we want to (laughs) rephrase something, then it's a brand new meme when we remake it. And we put our watermark on it. If I take your joke idea and I make a correct joke out of it, then, you know, that's my work, not yours. Here's the, the thing about Aaron. Aaron has stale memes. Listen, Aaron. It's a fine line. Your memes are like this dead air time we're about to give you. How many likes do you guys no, no, have? I like Aaron. He's an awesome dude. Well, don't do that to I'm us. I'm just kidding. That, air, that dead air time represented the essential functions of government. And now, how many likes? How did it? How fast did it grow? And how many likes do you have? So, okay, I, I'll tell you a little. Story. You have your theory. Wait. I'll have mine. All right. Go well, ahead. when we first were invited to uh, represent how our page had grown to be so huge. We had 30,000 likes, which is interesting. We were invited down to Texas to speak at the Libertarian Party convention. Who and, invited uh, us? What's his name? Timothy Martinez. Great guy. Good guy. Great guy. <laughs> Anyways, we presented like a meme slideshow and uh, what have you. But uh, where, where it really exploded was in, I think it was the same year, because that was early, that was like the spring. We, we went from 30 to 60,000 likes in the spring there. But that summer, this is the summer of 2016. Mm-hmm. We call it the summer of Zuck. Yeah. To, we uh, we hit 100,000 likes on July 4th of 2016, uh, and the summer of 2016 was a gold mine for memes because Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump for president, and those two, those two. So um, you know, when you post something criticizing one, uh, people who were against them latched onto the page. Um, if you posted criticizing the other, then the other way went. And actually what we would do, you'd criticize Donald Trump, and then and then when you criticize Clinton, uh, people would say, well, I, this is not what this page used to stand for. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Um, so, but anyway, but we criticized both of them, and that really caught the pulse of the American population. People hate both of them. They right. really do. So just just expressing the frustration of these limited options 
that that helped. But what what he he's got a he'll tell you the story of the zuckening because it really happened to him more so. It was his post. Yeah. What'd you do? So the FBI director announced that he found like what? I don't know. We have what five hundred thousand followers almost. No. Probably about that amount of criminal violations by Hillary Clinton, and that he wouldn't be charging her with anything. And we posted a meme that said it was Hillary Clinton with her smug face. It's the best word I can come up with because there's probably some dirty words for it. She said, silly Americans, laws are for poor people. On our meme, she didn't actually say that, but she thinks it. Right. Anyway, that meme just went crazy viral it went all over the 35,000 just like 35,000 shares in the first day it reached some millions of people probably like 10 million people in the first day and that's so that's a lot of people you know considering the population of this country and the population of people who would be actually paying attention to politics and who would share that and how many people would see that before the six o'clock news that day so before they even found out the, the fbi had chosen not to charge her so we were Their making the news. Be, you're wrong about that. Well, yeah. anyways, go ahead. No, but but I mean, we were making we were making the news before the news talked right. about it, and that's a problem for them because they need to control the narrative. So it just got they just shut us down. What they did was they blocked my profile for thirty days, which they didn't even give me a warning well, on that because usually they give you like a seven day, then a fifteen day or something. This name was so day. offensive. Hillary Clinton saying silly Americans laws are for. Poor people. Just that. I don't even understand what what content guide, like what community guidelines that actually even violate. Half the time they don't even tell you which post. But in this case, they just took the post down. They said you violated our standards. They don't tell you which one. So we got a message that day, both of us, that our page had been temporarily disabled so that they could scrub for further violations. Right. Which is weird. I never saw that before. And then our page got republished, but a whole bunch of our stuff was missing. Really? Stuff that had... He reported this to a friend of his who works for Breitbart, was it? Uh, I don't know. I actually for, what I, for no, what something I, else and it got I, picked up by Breitbart. No, no, no. What I did was I posted on the page that this was happening to us, and if anybody knew anybody in the press, then they should get in touch with them right away so that they could find out. Because this was only one week after Zuckerberg had a... Is that his name, Zuckerberg? I call yes. him Zuck so much, I don't remember his yes. real stupid name. So he... Uh, jackass. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but... Um, he had just had a meeting with all these conservative leaders to talk to them about how he's not trying to control the conversation. Right. About he, he's not, you know, kind of uh, filtering out the conservative views and he's not censoring people and he's not doing anything like that. And just a, one week later, just Hillary saying silly Americans, laws are for poor people, was enough to get our page taken down. And it's only increased with the Russia stuff. It's really a pretense to start censoring content and... I'm, I've been shadow banned on Twitter. I mean, I'm. We're libertarians is as close to libertarian centrism as you probably could, because what we try to do is explain the po- explain politics and the news to people from a libertarian perspective. So we're not like hitting you with philosophy. We're not radicals. Well, and we get, know, not, we get shadow banned. We get. It's, content. it's not fair because I come for confidence to prove this page not run by Russian bot, by real life Russian. But that's the. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that even the Daily Wire, a mainstream, milk toast conservative site now, is being monitored by Snopes on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, what, where do you think that these platforms are going in the, because of conservative and libertarian censorship? Well, 
I want to make it very clear. Let me be clear, as our president from the past would say. I don't want people to think that as libertarians, we're telling Facebook that they can't do what they want. Mm -hmm. They can. They're a private company. They can do whatever the hell they want. But as consumers, and this is how the market works, we have the right to raise awareness about yeah. the things that they're doing. And uh, when they're doing something like that, we're not saying that they're government censorship. Unless, I mean, they might be in collusion with the Hillary campaign. Mm -hmm. at, at that time, I'm pretty sure they were. Um, but it's not, it's not really censorship. Well, it's, well, I mean, they're allowed to do that if they want to. Well, when the Southern Poverty Law Center is the fact checker for Facebook, yeah. they basically are in bed with uh, mm. an ideology as opposed to. And well, that's, it's well, really I mean, that's just the thing about grotesque. America, though, is like the, our fascist system is so messed up in this country that almost every company is in bed with the government somehow. Right. And when that company does something to you, it's the government doing to it because they've got all that federal funding for it. Right. So, I mean, in a way, you could make that philosophical well, argument. In addition, there's an element of self-censorship and self-regulation and I mean the government doesn't really need to clamp down that hard on a populace who has trained themselves to avoid controversy you know and even even in business there's a sense where controversy is bad for business and so when your business model is an open platform for anybody to say anything uh, well they're afraid that someone's gonna say something that shakes things up and they don't want to be held responsible for that well, well that's actually what happened with the Facebook situation is we made so much hay about this innocent um, e this innocent meme being taken down that it Made it was world a news. Meme. It was Hillary Clinton. It was Very the guilty. on Drudge Report. After you see the word Drudge Report, it was center column, top of the center column oh, wow. on Drudge Report I think from it the Breitbart. a conservative story. Facebook page, though. That pissed me off. I'm like, we're not. Gonna what are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, um, you got how many likes out of that though? A lot, well, a lot <laughs> quite we, a I mean, lot. We, in the in the following months, we jumped from fifty thousand likes to seventy five thousand. Suddenly, one hundred twenty thousand. I don't even know where the next eighty thousand went to get to two hundred thousand. It was just like right. so fast, yeah. and it was all because we didn't like Hillary Clinton. And there's Trump. kind of a problem wait, with that. Wait, there, well, there's no, kind there of a problem with it. One. We didn't like Trump, but we went after Hillary so much that all these people who were really charged up about hating Hillary just came to our page. And now we've got a lot of difficulty cleaning house because there's so many it Trump is, supporters is, that we have to get rid of. It's hard to tell how many in those days were actually Trump supporters who latched on to us for our position of Hillary Clinton because we were against Trump the whole time uh, versus how many libertarians, and this is something that I try to sort of gauge, how many libertarians are getting sucked into conservative politics again by means of people like Donald Trump? Or how many are getting sucked into SJW liberalism because they're like, well, things that you should be free to do are getting criticized by the right. And so as soon as you've got an enemy in the right or you've got an enemy in the left, you start to unite yourself with the, the opposing side in American politics. You get sucked back into that paradigm. And I'm really, I want to be on guard against that. I am not a right libertarian or a left libertarian. Right. I think that that's just a path right back into statism. Yeah, and those tax cuts are seductive. You know, like when when Trump does when good Trump comes out, it is seductive because you go. He just oh, put in a tax huge cuts. massive tariff on aluminum and it, it, steel, right. and he killed the market with it. And then the Second Amendment get, stuff. Yeah, and, and it's the Second Amendment stuff, and his his MAGA people are still cheering him on, making excuses for him. This is yeah. fine. This is twenty dimension chess. <laughs> well, we're hitting levels of chess that shouldn't dimensions of chess that shouldn't even be possible. Okay. <laughs> The, uh, you almost hit on an argument that I find to be self-censorship, too, because a lot of libertarians, we do believe in property rights. Property rights are foundational to libertarianism. And yes, these platforms do have the right to do whatever they want. 
but so often libertarians are afraid or not afraid, but are unwilling to make noise because they just go, well, that's their property, right? Instead of going, my free speech right matters. The ability to use these quote unquote free speech platforms, you really got to make noise about this stuff because what about your right to free speech? Yes, on these private organizations, it does matter, but it does matter that they're private organizations, but you really should stand up for your right to free speech and well, say we're not going to do business with you if you're going to exactly, continue to censor us. Exactly, and part of the uh, platform that I would like to, uh, you know, the part of the agenda, I guess, that I would like to push is to use your freedom while you have it, to use your freedom wherever you can find it, you know, use it or lose it. In fact, in a lot of cases in America, you, uh, they'll, they're going to lose their freedoms without ever realizing that they had them. Your freedom to think independently, your freedom to speak, your mind are things that once they're lost, Americans may not even realize the value of what they've lost because they haven't learned to think for themselves. They haven't right. learned to speak their mind. Um, so, yes, we have a platform to speak, and it is provided by a, a somewhat, at least to some extent, private organization. So, yeah, take advantage of that. You know, speak out while you have a chance, and maybe we'll get shut down. Maybe we'll get zucked tomorrow. Like, that can happen. Black sided. Black sided. <laughs> All right, so final question. Indefinitely detained. Favorite, favorite meme. If you can even choose your favorite child. You know, we're not doing this. Really? No. Uh, right. Maybe well, we are. Top, It'll take me a uh, second, I though. I have to think about that. We really have thousands and thousands of memes on our page. Um, what? There's always those ones where you just lose your shit the first time you see it. So there was one that <laughs> you know, I really like, liked. It, it's not even your favorite. It's just like this. this was... Right there the whole time, and there's, nobody. There's one I wanted to tell you about earlier when we were talking about the campaign between uh, Hillary and uh, Trump because they were so unpopular, the two of them, and it really, it really showed that the American people see themselves as like hamstrung between two terrible choices. So, so there's a kid with a fork and an electrical socket in front of him, and he thinks to himself, uh, Trump or Hillary, top socket or bottom socket. Mm. Like, what's the difference? You know, it's actually, uh, Facebook took that one down, too. They said it might promote self-harm. Oh, my God. And I, I was like, self-harm? They actually, when I, I had to log back in, and uh, it showed me, like, uh, suicide hotline numbers and stuff <laughs> because of promoting self-harm. And I was like, self-harm? I, I can see how if you're, like, a total idiot, you might think it's a good idea right. to vote. How about you? Anything? No, I, I, what did I tell you? Right. Wait, you okay. t- you're going to violate right. my nap? No, no, I'm just kidding. You can keep asking me because you have the freedom of speech to do That's that. That's right. But I really, there's so many that I really love, and I, I just can't choose between any of my I, babies. I'll, I'll tell you what I really like. I, I've posted this as our um, background picture many, many times. The Bellamy Salute. If you're not familiar with the Bellamy Salute, look it up, because Americans were freaking Nazis, and when they discovered that the Nazis were making the same hand gesture uh, that we were using, we collective speech but anyways that american school children were being forced to use when they saluted the flag and recited the pledge of allegiance that was written by a socialist uh they said oh this doesn't look very good so they changed the position of the hand but anyway there's a there's a meme that has all these kids saluting the flag looking exactly like little nazi children and it says skycloth demands promises (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you Uh, one last question The first time you get invited to speak and people start treating you like, I've had this where you're like getting invited to Radio Row here. I'm like, 
somebody thinks I'm legitimate. What are they doing? <laughs> like, what was your reaction when you got invited to start speaking at some of these conferences? I'm going to tell you something. I tell myself every day when I look in the mirror, you're not important and nobody cares what you have to say. And that is usually depressing, but lately it's been very reassuring because I like to think that I'm still below the radar and that the CIA is not going to disappear me. But uh, I don't know anymore. What's this now? <laughs> I, I lost him after like 10 minutes. No, it's okay. No, he's not. It's okay. Well, you made me look at my phone for memes and to tell you what my favorite was. And then I got really offended he's because you want me to choose between my babies. I want to hear your opinion. You know, he was making speeches, incidentally, which I wrote. Um, I didn't write all of them. Stop this. I did a lot of the writing. Um, for the Ron Paul campaign, uh, or actually both Ron Paul campaigns, he was very uh, active politically, and I'm more of an introvert. It doesn't come out in the you know radio interview, but I am. Uh, and and so I did the writing and he did the reading for the most part, you know, delivering speeches and stuff. So he he was kind of a celebritarian before the page, actually. Yeah, people kind of cared about what I had to say, but what I had to say was actually written by my older brother over here. <laughs> so that was something. We, we had some really, like, gigantic gun rallies that I spoke at after uh, Governor Cuomo passed the SAFE Act. And my whole, thing, my whole thing at the SAFE Act rallies was, or the, the pro-gun rallies, was to... Um, preach nullification mm -hmm. and these people had never heard of that they just were like who's our governor candidate who's our governor candidate that's all they wanted and what happened was that whole movement got co-opted by Donald Trump being the guy who was pretending he was going to be our governor candidate uh, just so he could bow out like at the last minute and help uh, Andrew Cuomo get elected basically mm. by by taking away any other political action those people could do that year it was just like right. too late and uh, so they were like 15,000 people at that rally and that was pretty good um, eventually they stopped inviting me because I was promoting something that didn't have to do with political action but of individual action right. they didn't like that that's very exactly much. what I'm thinking when I when I hear that we're invited to speak somewhere or that somebody cares what we have to say I mean my, like I said, my message is to opt out of the state. Like, in your mind, get rid of the idols of statism in your mind. And, I mean, when I hear that we're more popular, that's what I'm thinking, is that, you know, that message is spreading. People are seeing that the hypocrites in politics do not govern your life. And, you know, we get an opportunity to spread that a little more. Yeah, you guys are the modern pamphleteers. Yeah, so. well, I see myself as a political cartoonist of the 21st century. All right, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Admin 1, Admin 2, go like Liberty Memes if you haven't already. All right, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.